Hey, this is Dina, host of the podcast. Before we dive in, I want to tell you about an exciting opportunity we have for you to visit Thrive College. On Thursday, March 9th, we are hosting Day in the Life, and this is an opportunity for you to come join in on our community and experience what it is to be a Thrive College student. So if you've ever wondered what it's like to be in a discipleship time, maybe you can sit in on our ethics class join in on one of our internship experiences. This opportunity is crafted especially for you to experience what Thrive College is like. So if you're curious and want to learn more, text the word day in life to 56316. That's one word, day in life to 56316. And we can't wait to host you for a visit. Now let's dive in. Most people settle because they don't know how to maximize the potential that God has given them. Welcome to the Thrive College Podcast, where we help young leaders navigate the challenges and opportunities of their future and faith. Each episode, we'll be giving the mic to young leaders to ask tough questions to some of the world's most influential voices. We're excited you're here with us today. Let's dive in. Welcome to the Thrive College Podcast. Hey man, thank you for having me. <laughs> oh, so glad to have you in the studio, KB. Yes, I'm Dina Davidson. I'm the Discipleship Director of Thrive College and host of the podcast. We have some awesome students who we'll introduce in just a minute. But I want to give a little bit of background for anyone that is just new to finding out who you are. Yes. So KB, you are an incredibly influential Christian rapper. Mm. In the 2020s, you had a series of Christian top 40 hits and so many amazing guests. You have your own podcast. Yes. Give me the name of it. Southside Rabbi. That's right. Uh You should absolutely check out his podcast. It is fire. You can check it out on YouTube as well as any podcast provider. And you have a book that's coming out in March. Yes, I do. Tell me about it. Book is called Dangerous Jesus. Thank you for letting me talk about it. My publisher uh, is thanking you right now. Yeah, you got it. Uh, The book is called Dangerous Jesus, Mm -hmm. and it's a kind of recasting of the ancient biblical Jesus in contrast to the many misrepresentations of Jesus, particularly yeah. in our country. Wow. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm excited about, it's a journey kind of a book. Priscilla Shire, she reviewed uh, the book and in her review, she talked about it being like something that is walking with you through mm-hmm. all these different aspects of Christianity and then in contrast to what's happening in culture. For the purpose of rescuing young people. I love yeah. it. Gen Z years are walking away from Jesus in crazy numbers. There's a broken reputation uh, for what is considered Christianity in America. And I think in some ways that spills on people's understanding of who God is. Hmm. I want to help clarify and clean and redeem um, and introduce people to the Jesus to save my life. I love that mm-hmm. vision for That's the book. Great. It comes out early March. You can actually go ahead and pre-save it, pre-order uh-huh. it. Yep. And so here's the thing. If you you just heard an amazing description of what this book is going to do in your life. Yeah. And so if you yourself, you kind of have found yourself caught not really knowing who exactly Jesus is because yeah. you've been handed so many broken representations Ooh, of who well he is. Said. Then go order the book cool. and read it for yourself and yeah. then share the message of who Jesus reveals himself to be. I am excited. I'm going, I'm, this is not a lie. I'm not saying it for the sake of your publisher. <laughs> I'm going to go pre-order the book myself. That's awesome. That. Yeah. That's awesome. And yeah. I'm, I'm probably going to take that clip of what you just said <laughs> use it to you got for marketing. It. You got it. I love it. <laughs> Did you get that on camera? You got it on camera. <laughs> this is perfect. 
Well, thank you so much for being here, KB. I want to introduce our amazing students. So first, we've got Tyler. What up, bro? What's uh, up, Ty? Tyler, I am a student at Thrive College, and I intern for worship. And uh, nice. my goals, dreams, is just to be a full-time musician, artist, producer, writer, all nice. the things. So. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. Nice to meet you, man. Love it. Then we have Liv. Hi, I'm Liv. I am also a Thrive College student, and I intern with students. And I would love to be a student's pastor one day. Nice. Yeah. So good. Okay. So K dope. KB, we have some rapid fire questions. Okay. Where were you born? Yes. Where do you live now? And then tell us one thing from your youth you wish more people knew. Hmm. Wow. All right. I'll start. I'll think of the third answer while I, I work <laughs> through the first. All right. So the first one is uh, I was born in St. Petersburg, Florida. Mm -hmm. uh, the city that I dreamed to live in. Uh, when I was a kid, was Tampa, Florida, okay, and uh, which is ten minutes away from St. Petersburg. <laughs> <laughs> that's where I live right now. I live in Tampa. You life dream achieved. You uh, did it. I think something that a lot of people don't know about me is that when I was a child, the doctors were fairly confident that I would never be able to speak properly. What? Yes, I had some weird thing going on with my tongue. This is crazy. And uh, they had to cut some stuff, and they oh, said wait. that I would definitely. I would have a significant speech impediment for the oh rest of my, my life. Gosh. Yeah. Did, and did my you mom always rejected it from oh the gate goodness. and said that that wasn't going to be the case. Hey. And she prayed. God Godly mothers. <laughs> wow. Growing up, did you ever struggle with a speech impediment? Not once. What? Mm -mm. Your mama's faith. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And just thinking about the way that God has chosen to use you. Yes, as a rapper. Yeah. Right. It's kind of important. <laughs> you used to be able to speak well. Wow. That is incredible. Yeah. I think encouraging mm -hmm. probably to us who yeah. we have probably a lot of people in our life that maybe some powerful negative words have been spoken over us. Mm -hmm. And totally. just the yeah. faith in believing God's promises for what he actually wants for us. Yeah. And yeah. To, can achieve mighty works mm -hmm. this side yeah. of heaven. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. So good. Absolutely. Yeah, that's good. All right. Well, on the Thrive College podcast, we're all about empowering the next generation of leaders. I mean, they're honestly the current generation of leaders. <laughs> that's it's right. just the about phrase we call them about that time. <laughs> so we want to pass the mic to them. So, Ty, why don't you give the first question? Yeah, bro. Uh, my question is, what's I just want to know a little bit. Just pick your brain. Just what's your like creative process? Not yeah. only as just like a creative, but also like a man of God. Like yeah. where does God come into when you're writing or yeah when you're like producing a track, et cetera. What does that look like to you? I think it's a combination of inspiration and discipline. So mm -hmm. I'm trying to be inspired all the time. Yeah. My phone has like 30,000 screenshots of things that I saw that I thought were yeah. cool. Totally. Or a way something was written, a quote, a song. Um, I have thousands of words of notes in my notepad where I'm, if something is inspiring to me, whether that's, yeah. uh, it could be something as deep as, something spiritual like the way someone said or a perspective somebody had or yeah. something I didn't see in the text or something the Lord was showing me, uh, you know, kind of pressing on my heart or a dream to something like food, just stuff that yeah. I was like, man, yeah, I, totally. I, I would not have thought to put oxtail on a hot dog. <laughs> yeah. And uh, all those kind of, anything that's, I, I, so I try to be inspired regularly, uh, big and small. And then discipline, which yeah. is to have dedicated times where I am, whether I'm inspired or not, I am working on my craft. What it means to steward as a writer, as a writer, uh, you have to write yeah. often. The It's sort of the 10,000 hour yeah, no, thing. Uh, but I think it's uh, beyond that. It's your ability to uh, take what people are feeling, mm -hmm. uh, take what you're feeling, 
taking stories from scripture, stories from your life, people around you, your ability to take those stories and then put them into a song. The distance between those two things is often the sharpness of your pen. Or yeah. I'm, I'm using a sword language for a pen, but your ability to communicate beautifully, to use yeah. what we call the flowers of rhetoric. A good song is something that everyone would make if they could. So yeah. like, like, like if you hear a song you love, you're like, man, that speaks to me. Like you, you just don't know how to make it, but you know what they're talking about. You're yeah. experiencing it, you're connecting yeah. with it. You, you become like one with it. And that's what you are. You are, you are someone that takes the deepest feelings, experiences that everyone has, and then you put them into digestible, you like organizing creatively yeah. human experience. Totally and, uh, and then when that is connected with the words of God, I mean, people come come alive. Totally. So I think it's discipline and inspiration. Was there a second where like it all clicked for you, or you had like a moment where like I don't know, there was like a breaking point for you, maybe in your come up or whatever. Just like when when did you have that moment? Well, I mean, it's interesting. So I I never intended on being an artist. I started making music that I could listen to because I wasn't able yeah. to listen to what was readily available to me because I was a different person. I, I love the Lord. I didn't really want to hear about crazy stuff anymore. So I started making music and then I think that, yeah, let me say this. Is, is, this is, because I think what, what I'm about to say isn't often said in our spaces and yeah. I think it should be. Totally. Uh, one of the, the ways that I knew that, okay, that, that God is leading me into this is that it was helpful to people around me. There were situations that, I, remember, I recall being 17, I got invited to this thing called Battle of the Bands in Gainesville. A friend or a friend of mine was invited, he asked me to go with him. And uh, on the way up the drive to Gainesville, we decided to be a rap group. We just had beats yeah. and uh, I we went and we, sh we showed up and I remember pulling up, people had merch tables with their faces on it and managers and uh, the dude that was on stage before us was playing a guitar behind his neck and all we had was a cd that said beats on it a burnt cd was that said <laughs> That's beats on it. and uh make a long story short we we did our set and something happened like the yeah. fire of god like fell That's and wild. people were crying at the front i don't remember what no we rapped way. about i didn't have any songs everything was freestyle that's was, crazy bro the judges gave us the competition we won we beat everybody off of something we had never that's and i was nuts. like oh shoot there's something Something yeah. happens when I open my mouth. Yeah. That's you. That's not that I'm mm -hmm. Shakespeare. Yeah. But it's in a class that isn't hobby level. Totally. And uh, yeah. so I saw that happen more and more. People were recording me and putting it on YouTube. Yeah. In some ways, God will affirm yeah. through the support of people. Like, man, totally. when you write, when you sing, when you whatever, mm -hmm. I'm helped by it. Yeah. That's a good indication of of uh, where calling might be. Do you feel like obedience plays a big role in that as well? Just like obedience to God and also like what's on your heart? Yes, I think that, uh, yeah, God rewards those that seek him. I'll tell you being on this end uh, where I'm not, I'm I'm not sure. I mean, I, I'm not sure where I am in my career. If I'm take, if I'm making my descent or if I'm still rising. But I've been doing this for a long time, and yeah. I will tell you that where I'm at is that the rewards of righteousness, uh, a joyful heart. Yeah. Uh, the rewards of righteousness is, is someone that's that's whole yeah. and uh, not like falling under the opinions of people, children that are starting to seek God, a wife that loves me, going deeper in my relationship with God. Those are the rewards of righteousness. Yeah. Mm. 
uh, because those are the things that truly, you know, one connect you to God and for all intents and purposes make purposes make you happy. Yeah, I, I'll just be honest with y'all. Y'all, this is, this is college people, right? So, right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, like some. How do I say this? There isn't a direct connection between you being elevated in the industry and living for Jesus. I'm sorry. There isn't. I've just been around too many people that will, they, they write great songs. Yeah. They, they, uh, they get all the awards. Uh, they sell out arenas. Yeah. Uh, and they do it in the name of Jesus and then people don't know Jesus at all. Mm. Mm. And you don't want that. And, uh, and I think that that's why it's also, yeah, for me, Mapping righteousness to the fruit of the spirit, love, joy, yeah. patience, peace, you know, transformation, life, and it being spread in, in community and in my household, that's success. Yeah. And I think that makes better songs. No, totally. But I think it, that's the target. The yeah. target is uh, to really become more like Jesus and not lose yeah. yourself to the to the industry. That's beautiful, bro. Got to keep so the main bad. thing, the main thing. Absolutely, bro. So good. I there are so many nuggets in there. I don't yeah. even know if I could replay them all. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, thank you so much. That I Amen. think there are creatives out there, especially people aspiring to be living in the industry that you are and yeah. if, that you find yourself and that you've been successful in that yeah. are going to take that, hopefully build a different pattern for themselves Absolutely. and for others. Absolutely. So powerful. Can I say one more thing? Absolutely. I just want to say that I used to think that if I if I live for Jesus faithfully, then he will open up doors for me to do stuff. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that does happen. But I think the there are several reasons why you should want to live for Jesus faithfully. Let me just say at least two that I think should, should, should drive the artist. Mm, yeah. One is the goal of your music is to help people. You know, whether you're, you're like going through some deep theological, it's like a five-point Bible sermon, or if you're just singing about love or celebration yeah. or something like that the whole idea is to serve the son of man as an identity came to serve not to be served and i think that if that's what we want our music to do every artist that's worth his salt that's what or her salt that's what they do they serve people with their music you want to live for jesus you you want to be a man of integrity because when it comes out that you're not that person yeah maybe it doesn't go public Maybe just we all know it in the industry or something like that. Totally. Mm. It undercuts the credibility of what you're doing. Mm. So it, it, it's like, then it also then uproots the whole point, which is yeah. the, you're trying to help people with this message, but right. that message isn't really what it is. I'm thinking of a gentleman who gave this crazy talk on happiness. And a lot of us, we heard that talk on happiness and we walked away like, man, we're going to try to practice these things. And then that dude, he he's he succumbed to unaliveness. Yeah. You know, yeah. to use TikTok language. And I my heart went out for him one because I was like, Man, what are you going through? Yeah. But I also was reminded that we can be better at talking about how to achieve things and 100%. actually living it. Yeah. And but when when we fi- figure out you're not living it, then it's just like yeah. then should we even listen yeah. is it even possible so I think in some respects to keep your credibility and then the second reason I'm sorry no. why yeah, you this is, so, this is gold don't get yourself short I'm sorry is um, you'll be happier man God yeah. is glorified I'm, I'm hearing people in my, my theological circle though I guess I'm not really in anymore yeah. but in the reform circle folks are just like you know, did you get cast out the glory of God <laughs> I'm, I'm teetering they didn't yeah. probably kick me I'm too charismatic but uh, 
Yeah, the glory of God is in concert with your joy, mm-hmm. even in pain. You're going to have to be high all the time. You'll, you'll have mm-hmm. to abuse some kind of something. You'll have to find ways to numb or feel the emptiness in your heart if you don't live this out. You, It doesn't make us good fathers, husbands, citizens. It's just bad for us. I think for there's lots of reasons to live for Jesus, but yeah. I just, I'm just trying to be honest with you, like yeah. with everyone, that uh, God is trying to protect you too by... Right asking you or requiring that you live holy and i'm this is in the scripture i can defend it from scripture but you know i won't but i could defend it from my experiences i've just been in this for a long time totally man i've seen everything i love thank you so much that is so helpful so amazing and a great word of caution to us Mm -hmm. but caution that gives us like tips on how to avoid places that we don't want to go right 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 yeah yeah, yeah. i think oh yeah go ahead i think every like like young musician and creative not even like not only like christian people but every person in the world needs to like hear that yeah like there's such a culture behind like art and creativity where it's like you just go 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 and then you just fall in love with all those things but you forget like like what are you really doing like what is this actually like what's the root of it what's the core of it yeah well said and then when we like remember that it like it adds it adds like gen genuine real it's real art and you know when it's real yes. you know what i mean you can feel it well you can said. tell the anointing even if they're not christian yeah you know there's anointing in art whether it they are christian or not yeah, like yeah. you can tell well when said. they have it well so. said yeah, that's Very beautiful, well man. Good. Yeah, that's good. I love it. Yeah. Such a great answer to our first question and the many amazing spin-offs <laughs> that generated. That was a yes. that was a fire conversation. Yeah, well well done. Yeah, I like that. Appreciate so it. Good. But Lip, what's our next question? Yeah. I would just love to know how you balance culture and being a Christian and rapping and just all of that, because most of the time those kind of go against each other. Yeah, for sure. Well, I think one is that I'm trying to look at the world like how Bible kind of bible talks about the world because it, in, in some respects you know the, the devil is called the god of this this age of this world mm, and yeah. the main ways in which the devil because the, the, the rest of that verse is that he has blinded the minds of those you know who are perishing that they can't see the glory of god that's the that's like a the specific way that the devil shows himself as being the god of this world. There are other there are other ways in which the devil, in his confusion and systems of oppression, um, whether it be lusts or um, injustices, so on and so forth. But I think in particular, we can overemphasize the devil's reign in this world and underemphasize god's sovereignty and presence and yeah. that the right. earth right. is the lord's yeah. mm-hmm. and the fullness thereof um and his glory you know i'm thinking about psalms I believe it's 18 uh where it says that day by day the earth is pouring out speech right. mm-hmm. um sings a song of the glory yeah. of god uh that glory is on everyone that, that glory mm-hmm. uh one of my my favorite fashion designers virgil abloh um, the late Virgil Abloh in the way he approaches designing a sneaker. Yeah. You know, God would have his people to see uniqueness and creativity yeah. and uh, artistic ability as not the property of the devil. Come this on. is not mm-hmm. proprietary to Satan. Yeah. Uh, that's proprietary to, to the living God. Yeah. And mm-hmm. you can engage a Virgil Abloh off-white collection or off-white 
you know, Jordan one Mm -hmm. and see hints and echoes and shadows of the God who created mountain ranges. Mm -hmm. 100%. The the human eye. Um, I was just looking yesterday. um, I had this idea of designing something around crystals, Uh, not, not crystals, but um, ice. What are the, Glaciers? Snowflakes. Oh, I was so <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> Way bigger. You were like the tiny. I'm so sorry. <laughs> okay. I was looking at some snowflakes underneath. The, uh, I was looking at snowflakes that were underneath the microscope yeah. on Google Images. Mm. Yeah. But no snowflake looks the same. Yeah. Every single snowflake. And there's these crazy designs that yeah. if you were to like build home off of it, it would be many rooms and different. It's just beautiful. Yeah. That's how God designs. Yeah. And so you can see that when design is design and yeah. uh, when create. So I think in some ways I'm stepping into the culture looking for God as much as I'm being aware of the devil. Wow. Yeah. And I think if I do that in hip hop, I'll find myself using different styles of music and using different styles, uh, different flows, uh, different patterns, um, playing with different sounds it's all the domain of, of god mm-hmm. and then if it then if if in doing so i want to start bragging about myself or if i want to start mm-hmm. if i want to start devaluing my fellow image bearer yeah. that's the devil right so and, and i think that it's 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 knowing where we can walk hand in hand with the culture but then not shying away when we when we move when we got to move back you yeah. know what i'm saying so I think that that's how I kind of think about it. I, I think for some some Christians, we we see the world as like Walking Dead, mm-hmm. where essentially everyone is tattered and they're yeah. walking around, and right. Right. you're just trying not to get touched while you're out there to get some some supplies. I don't see the world like that. Now, I, I see the world as a uh, a place where certainly Walking Dead like stuff. And think about Ephesians that while <laughs> you are dead in your trespasses and sins. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, but it doesn't mean that the that the Christian needs to engage in all their activities in the culture as if it is the walking dead. Right. But no, like we are children of the light. We light our path of, as we go through this place. And I think that there we I find that there's a lot more to enjoy, a lot more to partner with, a lot more to be encouraged by. Yeah. And uh, while we simultaneously are aware of where the devil might try to get in. Yeah. Yeah. I love yeah. it. Mm. That is so good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We have one more question, Katie, right. and it's a good one, and okay. so be prepared. All right. But before we get there, where can people find you? Obviously, Dangerous Jesus. you yes. got to pre-order that mm-hmm. book. Please. But where else can we follow you? Where can so, we find your music? So I'm on wherever music is sold. You can find Perfect. me there. Just look up KB. Southside Rabbi. Southside Rabbi, wherever you listen to podcasts. Perfect. You can Google or search Southside Rabbi. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, if you want to know where I'm performing, yeah. go to whoiskb.com. Okay. And then uh, I'm on Instagram, H-E-A underscore H-G-A. Love it. And then, oh, excuse me. I'm on Instagram, KB underscore H-G-A. Same thing with Twitter and, and uh, TikTok. Perfect. Mm-hmm. All right. We're so grateful for this conversation. So, so much gold that you mm. just gave to us. And we're mm. going to be thinking about this conversation for a long time. Nice. But our last question that we always ask on the podcast okay. is, what would you say to a young Christian leader? Wow. No pressure. Yeah. <laughs> Just one thing. What would you say? Just one thing. Huh? There's so much I would say to him or her. I'm trying to think of a salient one. If you want to be effective and have some kind of 
if you want to be a part of what I hope God is doing in us, which is rescuing a dying culture, yeah. if you want to have roots with the young millennial and Generation Z, you have to be better at showing them that they are genuinely loved by you. You have to be better at love yeah. than you are at telling them that they're wrong. That's good. And I think wow. for many of us, I mean, I, and, and, and I understand there's, a, there's things that are different in this world that are, you know, perhaps when I was growing up weren't there. So maybe the emphasis was different for a lot of folks. But I know it feels like for a lot of young people, they see the purpose of Christianity in this world is the the just simply be the mouthpiece of wrong and right, and not necessarily the hands and feet of service and care and compassion and mercy. That's real. Typically, you have to pick sides. Like it's like, are mm -hmm. you you gonna be the people that are co belligerent with people who might be open and affirming, or are you gonna be co belligerent with people who are they're they're fighting for the the rights of some marginalized group are you going to be those kinds of people or are you going to be the kind of people mm -hmm. that stand on the gospel and wrong is wrong and <laughs> right is right, right. sin yeah. is still sin don't yeah, it's real either or very either very either or and I, I would say don't don't play into that and mm -hmm. the who's going to look at you weird is going to be other christians yeah. but you're going to have a presence in the lives of yeah. the people you're trying to reach mm -hmm. yeah. because we need both we need to be people of love and truth come on yeah. And um, and not sleep well at night that they knew that we were truthful, but they didn't know we were loving. And that, mm -hmm. That's the thing. You know, like I talk about that some in my book, like, you know, you, you really think when Jesus says to speak the truth in love, right. that 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 the love part was supposed to be just kind of like in, in I imagine in my mind that it's love. Therefore, it's love. And now <laughs> I'm going to tell you how it is. In fact, telling you the truth is love. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. But that's not what the verse says. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If you love me, it should not be invisible to me. Right. Now, I understand that in some in some senses, I may think certain things, like you don't agree with me on these set of things, and because of that, you don't love me. I understand that that can happen. Right. But that's even in situations where we are, I don't, you know, I don't agree. I don't agree with such and such on this kind of thing. If that person's still marked by love, you'll yeah. often say, I think they're wrong on this, right. but I know that person loves me. Right. Mm. That is what we have to recover to have right. a witness yes. with young people. That's so good. Yeah. I would say, man, just think of yourself as a teller of the truth. Mm -hmm. Amen. But at the same degree, think of yourself as a lover and get Come good on. at that, man. Yeah. Get good That's at that. Great. And it's hard, bro. Like, <laughs> it's hard, especially in everything's so programmatic and there's a look that we got to have and right. there's all these things. I mean, it's someone that's got to die. We simply just want to be known as the folks that, that love people well wow. and then yeah. just talk about it. But yeah. he was at my hospital when I got sick. He, he, he went to the school mm -hmm. or she came to the school to see me. She, she came yeah. and visited my, my mom when she was at the nursing home, like that kind of stuff, you know, yeah. that's where it starts. Yeah. So good. Oh, that, that is powerful. Yeah. And KB shared uh, uh, with a, a lot of insight that, man, our world 
is just having a hard time really understanding the truth of who Jesus is. So yeah. again, final plug, go get dangerous <laughs> Jesus. But also I encourage you to share this conversation because I think even just this conversation will give people a different glimpse of yeah. who Jesus is. Yeah, 100%. And yeah. lastly, we actually sat down with Dr. John Marriott and we filmed something because we know so many people are just deconstructing their faith. Right. And we wanted to create a tool that helped us to know how to walk mm. alongside our friends yeah. to love them through that process. Yeah. And so if you are interested in getting that, just go to mythrivecollege.com slash deconstruct. Dope. We want to help you in this conversation. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Well, thank you. We're, we're <laughs> trying. We're trying. <laughs> KB, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Yeah, thank, thank you. Girl. you. Thank you. Thank you for joining us today on the Thrive College Podcast. We hope that today's episode has empowered you to navigate the challenges and the opportunities of your future and your faith. If you really enjoyed our conversation today and appreciated what we had to offer, we would love for you to write a five-star written review and share it with your friends. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next week.